This is a very special week when we talk to our friend Jamie Court. This is very special, and you'll see in just a second a big victory to be celebrated, and Jamie Court has discussed this exact issue with us in previous weeks visiting here on the Norman Goldman Show. If you don't know Jamie Court, then by all means do go to consumerwatchdog.org, consumerwatchdog.org, where Jamie Court is the president. Check out all of his great colleagues there as well. But we have been speaking about Backpage, Child Sex, trafficking online. Jamie Court and Consumer Watchdog have been really, really upfront and aggressive on that issue. Uh, Jamie has shared with us on, on several occasions uh, stories about the progress of, bill, of this bill. And Jamie, thanks for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show and congratulations are in order to you, my friend. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, Jamie, the- you won. You won. I opened up well, the Los Angeles Times. Well, we haven't won yet, but we're close. We're close to winning. This is how I found out about it when I read the LA Times this morning. The uh, Silicon Valley companies have now backed down on the bill regarding Backpage. Jamie, for people who don't remember our conversations or are just joining us for the first time, can you give us the background of the issue? Why is the name Backpage significant here? Why is Google, why are they involved? Just kind of tell us the story of the background of the bill, the background of the issue, and how we got to today. Well, you know, online um, underage sex trafficking is is what this bill uh, goes after very specifically. And and what happened is uh, a movie called I Am Jane Doe really, you know, tells the story much more completely. And I I think you should all find it. Your your listeners should find it on on Netflix and watch it or buy it on Apple uh, or Google. But basically, it's the story of families who we've been working with, as well as the filmmaker, who's a great person, Mary Mazia, who found that there was this website. Uh, back page that grew actually out of the Village Voice, but it had become and, and still is in many ways a way for uh, pimps to traffic kids uh, into prostitution. And it got so significant that NBC News found that Backpage actually had these boiler rooms where sales agents in the Philippines would be basically helping pimps craft ads to sell children online. I mean, the aiding and abetting of this website back page was very specific. In fact, the U.S. Senate said it's become an online brothel, and particularly an online brothel for underage uh, sex trafficking. These are kids. We work with a mom whose 15-year-old was trafficked. It just ruined her life. Uh, she was a runaway, and she got caught up in this and imprisoned by the pimp. And Backpage made it possible. But when the family went to sue Backpage after they got the kid back, they ran into a wall because federal law to create innovation on the Internet in the 90s basically gave a shield of immunity to Facebook and Google and Backpage and all these online companies that if they host third-party content, they can't be sued over it, even, according to court interpretations anyway, when they aid and abet criminal activity. Well, this case of online underage sex trafficking was so, so extreme that we had, after uh, the Senate report, after the movie, 30 U.S. senators come on board with a bill, a bipartisan bill that said, we're going to pierce the shield of immunity for the uh, for the big web platforms. And if they aid and abet underage online sex trafficking, well, they can be accountable to the families for civil liability as well as criminal liability to the states. So that's what this bill was about. But the Googles and the Facebooks and the Internet Association was fighting. And we pointed out how Google was fighting by using group, by funding groups and hiding in its fight. And it may still be fighting, in fact, because there's a group called Engine that's backed by Google that's still fighting this. But what happened that changed the whole game and what the L.A. Times was reporting on is the Internet Association, which represents all the big companies, including Google and Facebook and Amazon, came on board and surrendered and said, we're finally going to give in. 
after some minor amendments to this movement. And what I believe changed and made them come on board and wave the white flag would put this chink in the Silicon Valley's armor and it it will create more scrutiny of these companies is the Russia investigation because Facebook and Google and Twitter uh, had to go to Congress and they're caught right in the middle of this. Uh, They're not responsible for those Russian ads partially because of Communications Decency Act Section 230, which gives a shield to all content they host, regardless of what they know or how bad it is or whether it's criminal activity and whether they knowingly, like taking ad dollars for it, uh, participate in it. So I knew, I think they felt we should give in here because if we don't give in here, we're going to, there's going to be even more outcry and we're going to be liable for all the criminal activity we ate in the bed online, even helping the foreign government throw an election. So the beauty of the change here is not only that it helps the families, but that it also forces these companies to think about policing their platforms if they really don't want Congress to start to pass new laws for new liability. And the irony here is we have a Republican controlled House and Senate and White House, and we're likely to get President Trump to sign a bill increasing civil liability for Silicon Valley corporations when we couldn't do that under President Obama and the Democrats. So uh, it's a really good step forward, and it was just a bill that's it's so 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 common sense and so clear that it's hard to oppose it, even if you're in the Internet Association. Well, Jamie, I've got two quick points for you. Firstly, we've also gotten some revelations this week that there is Russian money that has been invested uh, into Twitter, I believe in Facebook. I mean, not that we need to go into that. I think that's Robert Mueller and Russiagate more than anything here. But I just find that kind of curious that that a guy uh, who is an investor, a big investor in these companies, turns out has uh, apparently gotten some, uh, some or much of his money from Mother Russia and Vladimir Putin. But also a point that you and I have discussed before, which is that after the Silicon Valley giants gave up on this online sex trafficking bill, then, only then, after the companies gave up, then California's two Democratic senators, only then, came out and said, okay, we will co-sponsor the bill. I mean, you talk about profiles and courage. My goodness gracious. You know, we hold everybody, Jameis, one of the things I love about you and Consumer Watchdog, everybody gets held one to one standard, one standard applied all even-handedly, and California's two Democratic senators were nowhere to be found on this one because Silicon Valley's here in California. They get a lot of money from them. They have to be responsive, and that's shameful. It's just shameful for the two Democratic senators to, to be such profiles in courage on this one. Jamie, I just wanted to point these out. Uh, not that we need to go you know too crazy into them but it's it, i'm sure you noted that senators feinstein and harris that finally came out after silicon valley caved and said okay now we're supporting the bill i mean uh, it's just well, here, i can't here, let that go story. here's the inside story on that senator harris would claim credit for making them cave and maybe she's right on the other hand she was the one carrying the amendments that finally brought them on board that did weaken the bill a little. Now, I don't think they weakened them unreasonably. They said you have to have a standard that you knew about the criminal conduct. They made uniform uh, the federal laws uh, that, you know, states could sue under uh, and families could sue under. But she was definitely negotiating, holding back certain Democrats from joining this bill that really started as a Republican bill based on the concerns raised by the Silicon Valley. When I confronted her, uh, staff about this. They said, no, 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 we're just trying to get this right. So she did come on board and brought Feinstein with it right as the Internet Association caved. I think she, her, having her on board certainly helped them come on board and cave. On the other hand, her amendments were the ones that, um, 
you know, clearly were, were the amendments that they wanted, which brought them on board. So you could look at it two ways, and I'm not, I, I'm, I'm fairly critical of Senator Harris when she was Attorney General for not being bold enough. Here, she did a good thing by bringing them on board and making this happen, but she also didn't do it by jumping first and leading. She did it by uh, waiting until they were okay with the bill before endorsing it. So uh, it's a split decision, but there's certainly no profiles in courage. On the other hand, uh, in this case, her sort of deliberate way helped. Uh, and it's hard to to say the bad. It's, you know, you can't say the final bill, you know, ruined the bill. It was a good bill. So, I, in this case, I'll I'll I'll, I'll be generous, Norman. Say she uh, helped make it happen. In the end, well in as, the end, it worked yeah. out okay, and she ended up doing right. Basically, she did okay. Absolutely, uh, absolutely, uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Of your <laughs> but uh, I'll say absolutely. All right. Well, Jamie, I've got I, so so basically Senator Kamala Harris of California, she could she could take Donald Trump's line and say, look, here's what I was doing. I've been doing deals for a long time. I've been making lots of wonderful deals, great deals. I had to inject some humor there, but that's what they did. They they, they gave uh, Silicon Valley a deal. a deal. They made a deal. She made a deal. And because of the Russian investigation, it was certainly a deal that they couldn't refuse. They had the gun to their head. You know, and it was an offer they couldn't refuse right, because, because of the Russian investigation. Well, the Senate was re is really angry at these companies. I mean, Senator Franken, oh, right? A, a good guy. He's been well, tongue lashing these guys. Franken. Franken, I think, just came on board later. It was Portman, McCain, McCaskill, the Homeland Security Committee. Backpage refused to testify at some point. And then Google, which is funding a lot of the people who are the official voices saying this is going to ruin the Internet. Uh, some groups who I have a lot of respect for, but have much less so now. I don't think Google is still on board, frankly, because Google's got a group called Engine that they basically uh, have been backing and I believe have even created that's still opposed to this. But it was a unanimous vote in the Senate the Judiciary Committee, and it's going to be, uh, I think, a very strong vote on the floor. It's hard to see how any senator or House member opposes this. And even President Trump, who's entertained Google's lobbyist, Susan Molinari, and, and the White House on this very issue. It's going to be hard to see how he vetoes this. Uh, and so I, I think we've made a law under this administration that expands civil liability of Silicon Valley companies to families and starts to pierce what is really a, a terrible shield. No other industry in America has a shield of immunity when they aid and abet criminal conduct and can't be held liable for it in a civil court or a criminal court. That's going to go down if, if we keep seeing problems with these companies. One of the reasons they've been so arrogant, one of the reasons they've taken the rubles and the ads and not cared where it came from was because they never had any liability. Mm -hmm. So why police your platform? Uh, Jamie, well, that's going to change. That changes today. i got to add one more thing. They're going to – we have guns. The guns, guns have immunity from liability. So there's another well, industry – you mean if, uh, yes. If, well, if, if they if, aid and abet criminal activity, then they are liable under the law. The gun manufacturers and the retailers are, and, and one was held liable, but there are ways to finesse it. Jamie, let's not argue guns because we have to talk taxes. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to our friend Jamie Court. He is the president of Consumer Watchdog. And boy, do check out consumerwatchdog.org, especially in light of this big win over online child sex trafficking. Consumer Watchdog, a big leader on 
on that one. But Jamie, we've got to talk taxes because the the uh, the tax bill uh, today, the Senate introduced a tax bill radically different from the House. The Democratic states are going to get slammed. The middle class is going to get slammed. Tax cuts for the rich, enormous tax cuts for the rich, big tax cuts for big business. But Jamie, the Senate and the House have different versions. They want to ram this thing through by Christmas. I mean, what are what are we talking about here? Well, I think uh, we're talking about a lump of coal if they do it for people in states like California and New York and, and for, for actually many low-income tax payers. But particularly what's shocking in living in California is, you know, they're going to take away the mortgage interest deduction on, how, on, on any mortgage over a half million dollars. And look at these California congressional districts, uh, where there are about six Republicans who are very vulnerable. That could change, and it could be the tide in the House. I mean, it could change the balance of power in the House. And in these districts, you know, 70, 80 percent of the houses cost more than a half million dollars because it's California. And they're going to raise, Republicans are going to raise taxes on these homeowners. They're also clearly raising taxes because you won't be able to deduct in high tax states the state taxes like we have in New York and California. And so this is definitely a war on people who live in certain states that tend to be blue states. But there are Republicans who exist in those states, and, and the Republicans are going to get slammed in these elections if their opponents do this right, because this tax bill is going to be the sword, the Damocles sword hanging over their head. And if it passes, it's going to drop right on their throats. And we're going to see the House vote, uh, I, I think, the vote on who's a, a representative in the House in these states. It, it's, it's clearly going to go uh, against the Republicans. So I don't know what they're thinking. It's bad policy. You know, to drop by 20% taxes on the largest corporations in America that are hiding their tax revenues overseas. They're hiding their profits overseas, according to these new Paradise Papers. Apple's got hundreds of billions of dollars overseas, and we're going to give it a 20% tax break. And then we're going to raise taxes on people who live in very expensive states to live in. And by taking away their home mortgage deduction and taking away their deduction of state and local income taxes... I don't get it. I think it's, it, it is insane suicide politically. And these guys are following Donald Trump over the cliff that's leading them into the, uh, you know, into the abyss. And so if it actually happened, a House already happened as a vote. So these congressional members, their neck is in the noose, man. And, 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 and pretty soon they're going to be hanging. But the Senate is smarter than this, I hope. We just had an election. I mean, it was a limited election, but there were local races around the nation. The message was clear that the Republican Party is very unpopular these days. And so we'll see if that helps to wake them up. But, Jamie, it appears to be full steam ahead. And, Jamie, I've got to leave it there. But I am looking forward to talking with you again next week. And if you don't know our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, we talk to Jamie Court every week around this time right here on the Norman Goldman Show. And, Jamie, congratulations again. I enjoy reading about you in the L.A. Times. The article about your victory is up on our social media sites and we'll talk to you again next week thank you norm